Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. <clears throat> the... Oh, sorry. I was getting an echo that was not good there. My bad. Um, week 18, Andy. We get to put the a ocean. bow on the regular season. Final regular know? season. Final regular season podcast. No Thursday night football tomorrow. Schedule's a little goofy. Uh, obviously, a strange week, a somber week. But for now, and I really didn't. I was thinking it was like 30% chance they pushed the week back. And just like, I had no idea what they're going to do with the schedule. Looks like everything's normal. Although for some reason they came out with the schedule. And then earlier today, I found out that the, the Bengals uh, Ravens game got moved to the afternoon on Saturday, even though the schedule was not to be tampered with. So we're not adjusting it, but they did, did move that game. So we'll see. I don't know. We'll see what happens with some of this. If they do play this, I'm not going to sit here and, waste time speculating and go through all the different, well, what if we have the AFC teams play this week and then do a bye and have that one week 19 game? Like, well, if you want that, it's on your Twitter timeline all over and in every group chat you've ever been in. So you can get it there. I don't know what the right answer is. I actually do. There is no right answer. There is no way to properly get this game in that doesn't negatively affect someone. Someone's going to get hosed here. And the, the, and it's tough. The NFL's in a tough spot. We'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah, that, I, I don't have any speculation on what's going to happen. I feel like whatever's going to happen is going to be the wrong answer since uh, the, NFL, <laughs> the NFL's in charge. And Troy Vincent is lying to people. Yeah, well, there is that. It's his job. Um, I, mean, I don't blame him. That's what he – they hire him to go lie to the, the public. No. I guess we got to start here. Um Monday was was really really rough. Uh, that was a very stark reminder of the realities of the game. Um, some of the dumping on the NFL for the five minute warning. Some of the kind of like really going hard at people who had terrible tweets in the moment. I thought was a little deflecting. A little bit of kind of people not really willing to live with the reality of you know we we care about and we watch a sport that is ultimately extremely violent and yeah. put, you know, lives, you know, there's a risk here that, um, you know, any given day, any guy is not going to cop, you know, walk off the field. And it's a rough, it's a rough to kind of be starkly faced with that reality, especially in a, in a game of that magnitude with that much attention in a standalone kind of primetime spot. It was, uh, mm-hmm. um, it was, it was, it was scary. It was sad. I thought about it, was, that a little. It, was, it was rough. I'm like, what if, what if this, and I hate to even speculate, but what if this is, uh, like a, a three o'clock game that's not nationally televised? It's like Jags Titans or something, you know, one of those. Yeah. I think it's still, I think it's still. Yeah, it doesn't stop the slate. I'll tell you that much. No, it doesn't. It doesn't, like, uh, no. It doesn't no. stop the slate. But no, and, and real quick, my my kind of I don't want to go hard on the NFL anymore because I've I've done that all week. But like, it, it's not as if Roger Goodell called Joe Buck and the referees and said, "You guys have five minutes. Announce that." 
We don't give a shit. We're the NFL and we don't care. The show goes on. <laughs> but by not by not intervening, like those refs, that's the rule. Those refs yeah. go by what they know. And they said, like, the, the refs probably made that announcement because they're like, shit, are we going to hear something from New York? Like, unless we hear something from New York, we have to start this game, right? Yeah. yeah. So the, the the main mistake the NFL made was just not getting a hold of the stadium crew, not getting a hold of the, the, the head referee as fast as possible and being like, all right, guys, let's let's take three deep breaths and figure out if we should restart this game. I think that's yeah. probably what happened. So it, it, they're, they're not without blame, but it's not like Roger Goodell – hit a button and the ref picked up a pager and it said, start the fucking game back up asshole. Yeah, no. And exactly. I, and I think, no, I give everybody a pass here because realistically, like, yeah, it's a very unique situation. Yeah. We've been, we've seen primetime games where guys got knocked out, taken off on a stretcher, gone to the hospital for concussions. Shit. It's happened to the bills this year. Sweat. It happened. It happened. Weekend. It, it happened to sweat this weekend. It happened on this field in a standalone game with Tua doing the uh, the fencing move, right? Like it, yeah. you know, there are there is enough of this that sort of the expectation is well, the show will go on here, but this was unique. Um, and you know, the fact that it was as serious as it was in the moment, and all the players really kind of were, you know, front and center for what was you know a death on the field that you know, and you know, it was revived. Thank goodness, but. Um, it's, uh, it was, uh, it was pretty one of one and, um, you know, hopefully never happens again. And, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, there are lessons learned from this, but either way, the, um, I, you know, the questions we have to ask ourselves now and where I, we have to take this discussion is, well, what do we do with this information? Uh, Spangles bill is going to be played non-zero chance. It just becomes a no contest and the Bengals and the bills finish with uh, 16 games this season. And then the playoffs are seeded as is. The Bills lose out on the one seed. Tough shit. Um, if that's the if that's the reality, even if the you know Bills beat the Patriots and the you know Chiefs beat the Raiders, then uh, the you know futures markets were priced incorrectly uh, all day yesterday because the Chiefs yeah. scoop an enormous amount of equity uh, from getting the one seed relative to the two seed here. Um, and I think that the you know the Bills. Bengals, like, would we like to see the game played? Obviously, we'd like a fair, as fair as possible playoff field here. And the Bills deserve a little bit more of a fair shake to retaining the one seed, considering uh, the circumstances. But you know, it's it's there's no easy answer. There's no good way to deal with this now. Um, schedules, you know, we're up against the schedule, and I think the you know to a degree the results of what happens in Week 18 will determine whether that game ever gets played. Um, yeah, I I have. I never go conspiracy theory, Andy. I try not to. I never want to go full tinfoil, but like if I start watching the fucking Patriots game and the Patriots are getting every call, I'm I'm going to be forced <laughs> to because nothing nothing almost completely bails them out of having to play that game more than the Patriots winning. Sure. Like the, the Patriots win would be huge for the league as far as we don't we can probably get away with not playing that game. So if the refs are lopsided in that one, mm -hmm. I, I might finally start listening to you assholes with okay. your uh, conspiracy theories. So just kind of spitballing then probability that the Bills game gets played in your mind. The Bills Bengals game gets re gets gets made. Fifty up. fifty. Fifty fifty. Oh wow. Well, just the, the likelihood of the games. Uh, playing out this weekend where it becomes a very important game or high. I know it, almost 
it's not almost certain, but a decent chance that the Bengals just win the division this weekend because there's no Lamar. Sure. But the one seed would still be up for grabs. Like, no, yeah, no. But... That 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 feels like, man. What would I? I mean, again, I said I wasn't going to speculate on workarounds. I don't know. I'm still like I, I'm 50-50, but I, I feel like I'm high just because I'm optimistic, or I, okay. I want to. I feel like I'm tilted because I want to see it. Okay. Okay. I'm much lower. I don't think that. Yeah. that I think that I'm, I'm maybe like 80%, 75%. It doesn't get played at all. Um, and the Bills just take it on the chinning and go into the playoffs as the two or the three seed or whatever it ends up being. Um, the uh, the next question, I guess, then is does this have a galvanizing effect on the Bills, or is this a, now a distraction and uh, an issue that derails their chances for a championship run? Um, you know, where would you fall on that spectrum? I don't. I don't know. It's really going to come down to the leadership there, the coaching, the the players that other players look up to. I mean, anyone who's ever been on a team, even if it's a basketball team where you only have like, you know, 10 guys, it, there are always, you know, the older kids, if you're in high school or even in college, like there's always people you look up to. There's people in the locker room that like how it, the team goes, how those guys go. And obviously it's the veteran players, it's the stars, it's the people that have taken those leadership roles. It really comes down to them. And I think we're going to find out. Uh, I think this game we see this weekend will be a microcosm of where that's heading. Like, I think you'll be able to tell where they're heading in the playoffs more so by how this uh, how this Patriots game goes this weekend. And I've said it too. I said this yesterday with Jimmy. I said uh, it's a really nice teaser leg that I'm not going to use because <laughs> because I really I don't know how they're going to react to this. This is the this is the pits, man. No one yeah. said that in 50 years. The pits. This is the pits. The um, rats. Yeah. Yeah. In the moment, yeah, kind of in the immediate afterglow of this, when it was like, okay, well, he's he's seems like he's pulling through. Like this is we're starting to get positive news. I was like, all right, yeah, Bills like tragedy angle let's fucking go and then the more i've thought about it and the more kind of re- kind of just specifically think about the uniqueness of this particular situation i'm feeling it's more like a distraction this is more likely yeah. to be in you know impact sort of player performance well if people, yeah if, you I, know. if i thought it was galvanizing i'd have bills in every teaser this weekend <clears throat> yeah there's yeah. some other likes that go well with it but uh uh, this is this is not uh, not the way we wanted to end the season. I'll tell you no, that much. Again, um, not the important. There's much bigger things in life, but as a fantasy football commissioner, I mean, as someone who plays in best ball, like there's been it's been an enormous headache for people trying to sort that sort of stuff out. Like the fact that it was week 17, like the the ultimate week for. Yeah everything fantasy dfs best ball kind of stuff like yeah. just the messes around that like i had to text um actually two people i texted said they want they're jo- hopefully joking they said they, they were gonna buy drugs with the money and split it mm. i don't do that guys. yeah i definitely thought the shazier injury changed the way that the pack that the um steelers played defense for like the rest of that season and maybe even into the next season like there was definitely players who were playing a little differently with their 
you know their their in, their intentions uh, in terms of putting their head down and, and trying to hurt a guy. And I mentioned that too um, because we have a friend, a friend of the show, Brinson, who has uh, a pretty pretty live team in best ball, and he needed a big game out of Higgins. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I said that too. Like even if they replay this or they play this later in the week, I'm like. He doesn't look like his head's in a in a very good spot right now, too. Like that, that's for sure affecting him mentally. So, sure, for uh, sure. yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been a whole thing. And yeah, and so then that's the final question, and we'll move on. Uh, does this have a broader impact across the league in terms of the way defenses play this week? <sighs> Probably, maybe this week, but not long term. It's not long term. Yeah, people people are going to come into next season and it's not necessarily going to be on the front of everyone's mind. But certainly considering the stakes this week for a lot of these games, um, are there business decisions made on yeah, the defensive I, side of the ball? Because, I, I, I mean, how many times a week do you see a defensive player lay out an offensive player and the guy, you know, he's not seriously injured, but he stays down for a minute or he has to take off for a play like... I don't know how I'd feel about being the guy laying one of those hits in a game where it's like, Hey, both these teams are eliminated or, or, or just you're eliminated from the playoffs. Like mm-hmm. in a meaningless game, it feels even worse. Like, Hey, that was like a really important game. Those guys were going all out and it was a fluky kind of thing, but it, it, it might feel a little weirder to do that. But at the same time, it's still their job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's a, it's an absolutely a meritocracy where your next contract is based on stats and films. So you, you can't be taking plays off. So, okay. Well, and Dan, I don't know. I, I might, I obviously it's not the same as the hockey injury, but man, when it happened, uh, I can't think of the name of the hockey player. Now I think I played like later that week. Sure. Obviously this is much more severe, but I don't, I'm not Chris Pronger. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if doctors would clear him like next year if he. I don't. I don't, I'm not a doctor. I haven't read up enough on any of this to know if there's like long term uh, effects. Yeah, I mean, if he has no long term brain or body effects, then that's like, a win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If he gets back on the field, that's a different conversation entirely. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about Saturday's games and let's go with the the completely unbelievable beneficiaries of all this somehow. And yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, interesting market here where the Chiefs take on the Las Vegas Raiders and Jared Stidham, who people came out of the game against the Niners thinking, well, Stidham was a little plucky. Uh, I dare you, Stidham, to do it again. Um, this is a, not a great matchup. <laughs> this is not a great matchup. Uh, Kansas City has the, you know, has the all of the pieces to make the Las Vegas Raiders defense miserable here. Uh, the question just becomes, can Stidham hang with uh, Pat Mahomes score for score? Kansas City defense, I would give the, uh, you know, the, the clear advantage. Um, don't really know what we're going to get in terms of, you know, p- skill position players in term, you know, how many snaps for Jacobs, how many snaps for Adams, how many snaps for Waller, those guys, as far as I can tell you, aren't playing for much now in terms of incentives. Uh, so they may get a healthy amount of this game off. Kansas City market was initially hot on Vegas for whatever reason and then has completely flipped and has been one-way action Kansas City since. I still think there's value in Kansas City at nine, nine and a half. Uh, I would have made this one 10, not a huge edge, um, but realistically, this could get 
ugly. Um, Pat Mahomes trying to lock up MVP. I mean, I don't think he has to do much. Just don't throw nine picks. Um, <laughs> don't don't assault a fan during the game. Um, yeah, you know, I, I guess maybe if he went on, found a camera, and started yelling slurs and epithets. I'm not sure what he would have to do to lose it at this point. I do have a theory when we get to the Bills game. Uh, I'll okay. talk about it a little bit, a little more conspiracy theory-ish too, but uh, I did play this in a teaser earlier in the week. This was seven oh, and a half. Good work by you. Um, I, I feel like there's still some places that have eight and a half nines. Um, if his brother comes out on the field, they should take it away from him. That's a, that's actually a good call, Saul. Uh uh, Chief Steve well, makes sense, I, look, I guess. It's not look, a great matchup. And, and what we saw the other week, what we thought we were going to see was, oh, they're sitting car. Maybe they sit a bunch of other players. I think that's probably this game. Like, you start to see, hey, Josh Jacobs, good job. To, you know, yeah. take it, take a lap, sit down. What? Um, I, there's still a 20% chance here that the Raiders win this game. By the market. Uh, yeah. Is there... I think that's. I think the market's a little wrong. You think the market's okay? Okay. Well, I, I don't have it that high. like non-zero the, chance. Not, non-zero yeah. chance that the Raiders win this game. If that happens and the Chiefs fall out of the one seed because of that loss, um, does that change people's MVP voting? Considering we are on the eve of the playoffs, like I guess what is what has to happen for to take this away from Mahomes? Because there are some books that are taking meaningful limits on Mahomes MVP still, which is okay. surprising, frankly. So my my only, I don't know that Burrow can like. I guess if if Mahomes has a poopy game, like first off, a poopy game would be a big part of it. But I I think even just a ho hum game where he has like one touchdown, it's not a great game. Maybe he doesn't throw a couple picks or anything, but it, it's not a great game. But if they do play the Bills game, and it's all by itself, sure, and we get and we get Bills Cincinnati, and it's like Josh Allen, it, it's like the Brett Favre after his dad died game. Like you know, the, the media can't stop talking about it, and I I hate to be using uh, Hamlin's injury as something to handicap with, but like. It, that's going to be mentioned a trillion times. Josh Allen playing with a heavy heart. Sure. If if he comes out in an absolute massive narrative game like that, where he just beat the tar out of the Bengals by himself, playing for his you know his injured brother, and sure. and it's a standalone game, and it takes the one seed. You might you might flip the vote completely. Like that that's a big enough fucking huge narrative like game that no one will ever forget for a hundred years kind of thing that takes it away from Mahomes. But Mahomes is I mean he has so many of the counting stats and he's so good. I, I think even that might not be enough. There's three things problems with that though, Andy. One is that game has to happen. Yeah, no that that's that game that's has right, to I, happen I put, before the voting. I put Mahomes well and that's the thing, but I think they would and hold off on it if there was then, Yeah, and then he actually has then then he has to do that. So <laughs> I, I, I put that, Mahomes but. I think I put Mahomes at ninety six point three percent right now. And if the game isn't played, that's a hundred percent. Okay. Interesting. Because um, I, I I do think there there's a you know, a tenth of a percent chance like yeah and burrow burrow throws five touchdowns gets the one seed or some shit like that wins the division uh he maybe he'd have to have a massive game against uh 
Baltimore too. You know, he throws like nine touchdowns over two weeks, maybe flips some second place votes from here and there. And there's some sort of split between the three of them with the ranked choice voting that ends up with them. So yeah. And the problem is, I don't think yeah. you can just unload all your accounts on Mahomes. The most, the most realistic way the game gets played that we've heard postulated is they do NFC playoffs next week, Bill's Bill's Bengals. And then the following week, the uh, NFC playoffs are on by and they do AFC wildcard, right? I think in that scenario, they probably vote when they were intending to vote in the first place, which is before the Bills-Bengals game gets played. So keep that in the back of your mind if you're thinking about all this, I think. Um, I'm not going to get involved. I am not making a case. I'm not making a case to add Allen at his current price, like even at 16 to 1. I was going to ask you, you know, if you can bet Mahomes, you know. This is, is this one of those like I don't think it's a number one pick in the draft kind of things. Like yeah. you don't have to wait a whole, you know, you don't have to let them hold your money for all that long, and it's yeah. it's not priced right. Um, Mayweather McGregor shit. Um, all right, well, let's move on to Tennessee Jacksonville. Um, nervous about this one. I I I think honestly, even if I didn't have the Jags futures. I would have grabbed that Titans plus seven on the opener like I did. Yes. That number was a little off. Um, again, I think it's more of a Stidham situation where, all right, well, now now we can actually prep for you. But like, even if that's the case, Josh Dobbs is a better passer than Malik Willis. Yes. Because Malik Willis is like on a scale of one to a hundred, he's like a three, you know, like he, he just, <laughs> he's just not very good at it. Like it's right. he, sure. really nice legs, but man, it's it just, it's not going to happen. Not a, not a pro arm. Right. It's not going to happen with him for, well, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't have a, an NFL arm at this point. So Dobbs is an upgrade. Uh, a guy in tractor Cito who has put in on what uh, he's been around the globe three times over his career so far running the ball. Like him getting two weeks to rest, the team getting extra rest, the Jaguars being forced to play on a Saturday after playing their starters for part of the game. Everything is kind of tilted in the Titans' favor. That said, they're not as good as the Jaguars, and it's a road game. So the number should be like five, I think. So I, I If there's some six and a halfs, I, I would not fault anyone for taking the Titans and thinking this is a close game. Yeah, I am holding out hope that the Jaguars still win because I have a big, I have a bunch of big bets on them to win the South. Jags, um, yeah, Jags, Jags by four, beauty. Oh, that would be nice. I just, I, I don't even really want this to be a sweat. Um, the Jaguars, for what it's worth, match up extremely well with their passing attack versus the Titans' passing defense but they match up extremely poorly with their rushing attack versus the Titans rushing defense. So basically if Trevor Lawrence has a game, they win. If Trevor Lawrence is inconsistent at all, then they are live to lose. I don't want to see the Titans in the playoffs. I don't think anyone does. Um, I think the Jaguars, if they get into the playoffs are a fun feisty, you know, fun feisty team to, to cheer for some chaos. Um, The Jaguars defense should be able to contain this Titans offense, even with Dobbs as a little bit more of a dynamic passer than anything else they could try out there. 
Um, but uh, this kind of entirely comes down to Trevor Lawrence being the guy and having like a 300, 400 yard game and uh, just, you know, kind of looking the way he has looked when he has looked well this yep. last half of the season. And you know what? He's at home and he's up against the guys that don't really have great coverage. And the pass rush for the Titans hasn't really been there for a little while just because of injuries. So no excuses. Yeah. The chargers are cheering for the Titans. <laughs> like that'd be a nice. I, yeah. I think they end up at the five or so this would be the four. Yeah. This would be the four seed four. no matter what. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, the, the, the chargers most likely end up as the five seed. So yeah. chargers, chargers are cheering for the Titans to pull one out somehow. Cause it's a decent matchup for them, even with their bad run defense. I think I'd rather, I'd oh, rather yeah. face Dobbs than uh, Trevor Lawrence. So chargers didn't chargers go. just beat the shit out of the Titans. Yeah. How long ago was that? It wasn't that long ago, was it? A month, something like that. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. yeah, no, no, um, no strong takes other than I, I still think the Jags shouldn't be this big of a favorite. It's not a great matchup. Uh, it's not a great matchup for their defense, truthfully. I, they're going to give up some chunk yardage to to Henry. Yeah, uh, I also should, I take it should, back. It needs they didn't to be just, bend but don't break yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I take it back. They didn't beat the shit out of the Titans. They beat them by three at home. <laughs> we won. Yeah, I, I straight um, up could not remember win. that game. Wins a win. Um, Chargers haven't really beaten the shit out of anyone except for the Colts lately. Uh, I guess they the Rams too. Ah, whatever. All right, let's keep let's keep moving. Um, all right, let's go Jags. Get it done through the air, please. Let's Jets go. Dolphins. Jets are eliminated. Dolphins are not. Jets have Mike White, and Dolphins have Skylar Thompson. Uh. This is the one really I'm worried about. No, this is the one I'm worried about your narrative because the Jets don't have anything to play for. Yeah. And it's their defense that can keep this to a disgustingly low total. I did take a little bit of this under because you can okay. you, you set this at 35. It's Skylar Thompson versus a top 10 defense. Like, I don't I don't see how the Dolphins score and the, the Jets are favored. Nice job by everybody in here. You guys couldn't we're trying to do our recap and you guys wouldn't shut your damn mouths about the Jets being <laughs> plus four. You're absolutely right. I, I have a little bet on three and a half. I have no one to thank for you. Thank for that. But you guys, you opened my eyes to that immediately and said, Well, I bet that crosses and goes down to like two and a half. <laughs> Uh, one cross, yeah. cross zero at this point. So Jets are actually favored some places, and yeah, it is a um, it is a CLV bonfire, perhaps. But I really think that <laughs> I, I really I really think the uh, I really think the Jets defense, if they even show up at eighty percent, good luck, Skylar Thompson. We'll see how that goes. And this is an ugly low scoring game because at the same time, uh, it's not like we've seen much out of this Jets offense of late. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Mike White has pumpkined. I'm expecting a 12 to 8 game. I always like to pick t- numbers that are hard to land on. Like 15, then people, 11, yeah. yeah, people people can't yeah, be like, oh man, you're yeah. Um I and yeah, at this point the Dolphins are in a teaser spot almost. I really don't know what to make of this game because there are two cl- categories of eliminated teams. In the final week of the season, mm-hmm. there are the ones that just got eliminated, and then there are the ones that have been eliminated for a while. 
right? And the just eliminated teams don't love getting off the mat. The ones that have been eliminated for a while, like sometimes they'll give you a game effort, you know? And so the Jets being in the category of just eliminated and the way it happened and the fact that they don't really have an answer at quarterback, all of that scares me off the Jets at all, really. And I hope that the good good number grabs were our winners, but uh, this looks like a very close game. Dolphins and Skylar Thompson, <clears throat> if you are wondering how he plays against the Jets defense, we know. It ain't good. <laughs> With his first relief effort for Teddy Bridgewater came against the Jets earlier this season. I had a lot of money on the Dolphins in that game, Andy. Didn't enjoy that one. Uh, it was a bad, 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 bad performance by Skyler. And Is it the Vikes? No, that was against the Jets the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were talking about the Jets game. I'm, I'm lost, trying to think uh, of that. 40, the they lost 40 to, seven, 40 to 17. The Vikings uh, game was too uh, knocked out for Teddy. That's There's right. There's been yeah. a lot of... Lot of quarterbacks getting hurt not yet teddy's fingers messed up at this point yeah teddy was expected to be the starter against the jets the first time around he got knocked out after throwing one pass uh skylar thompson then was not good um skylar thompson i don't think is good uh although with the week to prepare maybe a little bit better than in 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 uh you know emergency duty like last time um yeah i like your under or i like i I do think that the jets involved now at least the Jets' defense is playing for pride here. Oh, sure. They've had a really nice year. I, I don't think they want to go out with, uh, hey, the Dolphins beat us. to Because what is the Dolphins' playoff scenario? They need help. Well, they just need the Bills to beat the Patriots, I think. Yeah, but I thought there was one more game. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're second in line right now. If yeah, the Bills yeah, beat the Patriots yeah. and they beat the Jets, then they're in. I think they're ahead of line. I think they're ahead of the Steelers in line, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I think. Um, I think. Yeah, I thought it was maybe the Steelers game, but I think you're right now. So, Miami needs to beat the Jets, and then the Patriots lose the Bills. You're right. Just those two things. So, um, yeah. And if you're the Jets, you don't want to be like the the team that let your division rival into the playoffs. It's the same as the Cleveland game. Sure. Cleveland's probably going to play hard on defense. Ooh, so let's get to that one. Yeah. Love so, this one. I bet I bet the under. Love, 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 love this one. And I feel like I'm maybe a little bit too excited to bet the Browns late in the season. And again, it doesn't really matter. Um, I couldn't I couldn't have jammed this into a teaser faster. <laughs> oh, oh, is right. Teaser. It is, it is City a, now, every, every time every time oh we fall God. in love with a teaser in the AFC North, it doesn't go well. It doesn't at work. Least, out, right? At least it isn't Baltimore, but it is a solid teaser leg. Uh, there's a quote from Miles Garrett already saying they're going to play hard. Uh, they don't want to let the Steelers into the playoffs. I think the Steelers would need um, – they do need the help, so they need this they win – they, they need the need, Jets, uh, the Bills, the and, and the Patriots to lose. Yep. They need to win, right? Um, oh, man. Uh, so the Steelers coming off a very physical win against the Ravens. We didn't ever Stayed really alive. have a chance. Stayed to alive, move. though. Stay alive. Uh, Hard-fought win by the Steelers. Um, I've won a lot of money on the Steelers this season. I kind of can't believe it. Um, 
I'm yeah, pulling it. I'm, pull, I'm pulling pull the, the, I'm pulling the goddamn rug on this week. Uh, this Steelers team stinks, and uh, they, you know, well, they even were... even the market drew. The market is not steaming this up right now. Like the, yeah. the market has loved the Steelers for a month. This is, I think, the is in general such, the record is being matchup. pulled. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, you know, it, we saw you saw some flashes of this Sean Watson and Amari Cooper. Um, yeah. You saw some just some life out of that Cleveland offense, which signifies. Problem, 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 problem against the Steelers secondary. Um, Brown's coming in quasi healthy here. Uh, I think, you know, that they're not, they're, there's nothing about the Browns that suggests, you know, throwing the white flag whatsoever. Uh, no, and, I know, mean, as AJ's pointing out in the chat, yeah. they do have incentive to build a little confidence with the quarterback. Like, you sold your soul for this quarterback. You saw some glimpses of it working out between him and Cooper last week. Like, I'd want to see more of that. This is like, this mm-hmm. is a very, very extended 2023 preseason. I want, yeah. I want more of that. I want to see more chemistry between Watson and this yeah. offense. Like Defense it. is going to play well. And Kenny Pickett, despite, you know, that the game winning drive, he's not very good. Like, he, yeah, he, he hasn't been like wildly impressive. Yeah, we agree on that. Um, and on top of that, now good pass rush. Najee Harris was playing over his ability the last couple of weeks. He comes back to earth a bit, even though he's against a bad run defense. I, I think there's just there are a lot of a lot of recipe here for the Packers. I mean, for the uh, Browns, excuse me, to uh, uh, to steal this one. Uh, favorite side of the week, I think, for me is the Browns. Um, contests and whatnot. I could um, I could be talked into just straight Browns straight up as well. Okay. I mean, we we did it with the Steelers a little last week. Like I had small Steelers play, straight yeah. up. But... Browns team total over maybe too. They're gonna score oh, on the Steelers defense. You're talking under twenty. Yeah. Basically get me to like eighteen. Yeah. I think it's I think it's live. Um all right. Well Let's move on to the other one that I think is a decent bettable side, and that is the Texans. Now, another one that has come off the three. So if you were slow to them to react here, now you're sort of staring at, do I play the money line? Do I play the first half? How do I attack this? Uh, the Colts should not be favored over any NFL team. They are the worst team in football. Um, Sam Ellinger is going to start here in place of Nick Foles. Uh, a lot of other important pieces, You know, a lot of other pros professional football players who were on the Colts don't look like they're going to be going for this one. Uh, Texans should be incentivized to lose, but are they actually going to, uh, you know, kind of play that brinksmanship game? It's very tough to say. Um, I think the Texans are a fair play here. What do you call uh, it? Brink- brinksmanship. Um, like, do they pretend to give effort? Right, sure. like, do they walk a line of we're gonna win? Oh, yeah. no, we're not. Right, like, like, do you, you know what I'm trying to say? Right, like, do they just come in with a nope? We're playing a football game. Let's go win, or do they, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I feel you. And yes, if there were ever a team that could find a way to lose to a team that is trying to lose. It might be the Jeff Saturday Colts. Um, yeah, the Texans are a teaser leg that you could use. This is just such a bad game overall. Like, if you got the three, congrats. I can't bet this game, Drew. I, I, I understand that, like, the Colts are that bad. 
if there was ever a team, I mean, it would be a team that maybe gave up a five-score halftime lead to a, a team that actually isn't even all that good. Maybe this Colts team is just that special that they could lose to a team with the biggest incentive ever to, to lose this game. Uh, I, getting the three matters, I think, here. It should be an ugly, close game, but mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah, I can't do it. So okay. I, I wish you luck. And I it will be funny to me if the Texans win this game when they're not supposed to. Someone made a joke about like uh, Lovey, you know, Lovey getting shit canned. And this is his revenge. Like he knows he's not getting retained. So you ain't getting the one pick. Yep. Um, I don't know. I think you can play Texans first half if you don't like the full game because of the potential for literally pulling the rug. And th- um, this is, this is, I mean, we've had games every week that have gotten the designation, but this is the shower fart game of the year. <laughs> I mean, it's a bad one. Yeah. It's, it's a, I mean, it's, it might be a shower diarrhea game, which is <laughs> oh, no. for, worst case scenario. Uh, no. I feel like bathtub I, diarrhea is worse than shower diarrhea. I, oh, my God, <laughs> oh my God. True. I got dark. Um, I will watch this game. Uh, okay. Like out of yes. like morbid, morbid curiosity. Surely. Surely, surely, surely. Uh, let's keep moving down the card. Um, the Arizona Cardinals next. Oh no, sorry, Tampa Atlanta. So this everything's out of order because of the uh, the time of day. Anyway, Buccaneers Falcons is the one o'clock uh, equal kind of no interest in this one. Um, so I, I did bet some bucks first half. They are going to play starters, and I think they're posturing like, hey, we're playing our starters, where it's like, ah, we're playing our starters, and you're not going to see a single one of them in the second half kind of thing. Like maybe even partway through the second quarter, you're seeing these guys come out. So Bucks, mm-hmm. Bucks first half was plus 150. I put a small bet on that. I, I feel like that was a – it should be one of those games where we have the goofy preseason split. Mm-hmm. Where it's where it's Falcons minus five first half pick them, or you know, yeah. or the the other way where it's like, you know, Falcons minus three first half minus three and a half. Where you get those goofy <laughs> splits. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think it I think it yeah. and some people get some good numbers. The Bucks were priced improperly to start the week as well. Like people said, they got plus seven seven and a half in them. That was a good way. But yeah, they, they are going to play their starters. This defense is getting healthier between Vea, Dean, and you know everybody in the secondary. And this is a huge mismatch for a, a Falcons offense. It just hasn't been good mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. or last year. Uh, but I'm not excited about you know a, a second half of backups. So I did take a little bit on the on the first half. Okay, I like that. Um, Buccaneers, I don't know what to make of them long term. No, no strong opinion. Uh, what uh, I guess I feel I feel like they what? win a playoff game just to piss us off. The most likely playoff game that we know as we stand here today is going to be Buccaneers Cowboys, right? Yeah. Where, where what's that? What's that fair open? Oh, I'd say fifty-two. What about the side? Uh, Cowboys minus fifty-two so, is way too high. I think. I know. That's I, I, I just do think. I I do think I'll bet that over. No, okay. I mean you'd you'd get like a lot of 46, 47. No. You still think it's not that high? 
I think that's way too high, yeah. Uh, the Cowboys defense is kind of beat up. And if you see anything from Evans and, and this receiving core this week, I think there's a decent case for like Tampa team total over if you want to bet Tampa next week. Uh, Cowboys three and a half. Okay. I mean, it's still a road game. You gotta you gotta yeah. give them some credit there. So I'd I'd have it as like uh, probably five and a neutral, so three, three and a half. Oof. Um ooh, that's interesting. And I would uh, I would bet it I'd bet an over. Any anything forty five or under, I'd bet an over in. I, I just it's still Tom Brady in the in the playoffs with good receivers against a beat up defense. I don't think people realize how bad this Dallas defense has had it for the last month. And the, I mean, it's been all season. So the Tampa Bay probably gets theirs on offense if they show up at all. And Dallas is a good offense, even against a getting healthy defense, like, and on the road, I suppose. But like, I feel like the totals gonna be a little low. Oh man, this is really tough. We need. To, I'm not. I'm out of shape thinking about this. Um, it's a really usually, weird one because it's a very bad team that's hosting a playoff. Yeah. Game. And so it's a game we saw, a market we saw week one that was entirely fucking weird and different. Yeah, Randy, Mitch, Randy Mitchell points <laughs> Crazy out. Like, Min- Minshew yeah. put up 34 on this defense. Yeah, that's true. Um, and he had A.J. Brown and Devon Smith doesn't hurt. But. Yeah, interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, hmm. Yeah, they did play week. Gonna be, they did I play. think it's going to be Dallas. I think it's going to be Dallas minus 348. It's That'd funny, yeah. AJ AJ points out they did play week one. The total yeah. was in the low fifties. I bet the under. That was my biggest bet of the reg- of the entire regular season. <laughs> what, what was it like, thirteen yeah. to six or something hilarious? Nineteen yes. six, maybe. Yes, yes. I, I don't feel like yeah. Dallas. Dallas's team. We did some Dallas team total under as well, and it was like twenty five or something. I think hilarious. you at halftime. We went more under. Yeah. You were in yeah, Vegas. Yeah, we, we were in Vegas for that. Yeah, so. I was. Yeah, don't was, forget uh, you're betting on Todd Bowles. That's correct. So just a little first half money line for me, and we're on okay. to uh, another game. I can't bet. Oof. I can't <laughs> bet this one. Okay, T- New England, Buffalo. Oh, Carolina, New Orleans. Sorry, um, Panthers, Saints. Two immediately re- eliminated teams. The Panthers should probably be three point dogs. Do you have the stomach to back them, having been recently eliminated? Um, Total is 41 and a half. That sounds a little high. This this game has all of the makings of a first half over, second half under in a meaningless kind of game. So yeah. that's my angle I'm going to be looking at. What do you think? I did, again, they are eliminated, but I think the defense, even without Horn, playing for pride a little, and the Saints offense just doesn't show. Like They have so many guys that are sort of hurt. Like they, I, I wonder what kind of snap count we get on some of the good players for the Saints offense. Uh, this total is probably two points high for my liking. I think, I think if this tickled under thirty or under forty, I I wouldn't bat an eyelash. Like the the Panthers' defense is still pretty good, and I don't think you see much from either offense in this one. So, I took a under again. Nothing super strong this week, but I I don't yeah. think this should be on the other side of forty one at least. I think that's fair. Um, yeah, that, that's a that's a good look. Uh, no other thoughts on that game. <laughs> no, I mean it's, yeah, it's two eliminated games. <sighs> so does Buffalo take care of business? This is the one we talked about a lot in the preamble, and I said I'm I'm uncomfortable with even putting bills and teasers because I don't know where their head's going to be. I think this is a watch it live and bet it live kind of game. 
Oh God. Yeah. No, I don't, I can't play this one pre-flop at all. Um, if they come flying out of the tunnel and the crowd's got them pumped up and you know, they're playing with passion and inspiration, then they probably take care of business. But even if they, if they do and things don't go their way, like there's a turnover or it's just not working or what, you know, they just do, <laughs> like, like that could go, that could spoil milk real quick. Yeah. I um, lean 60, 40 uh, galvanization over, Hey, we're still bummed because it's at home. Sure. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a bunch. Yeah. There'll be a bunch of posters. They'll do something on the on the TV on the jumbotron to kind of like, hey, everybody still be thinking about our guy Hamlin, and I, th I think the team will be pumped up to you know go out there and do it for him. But it's still like it's a very big distraction to try to go out there and play at a high level with this happening in your life. Yeah. So like, I I was thinking about this like. My wife recently had a coworker pass. Okay. Um, I mean, and, and again, it was a heart attack. Oof. And but it didn't happen at work, and not everyone saw it. And you know, it, it was a, you know, just something that happened to someone you know. Mm -hmm. That I mean, that just right in front of you. And again, it's not the normal kind of job where it's like, hey, we're coworkers. Now you're brothers, pretty much. You're, sure. You know, you're going through the season together. It's just got to be. I mean, you saw. I saw that affected people. Just thinking about how this, even you know, a week later, how this is going to affect him is still kind of scaring me off. But I, I hope they, I hope it's galvanization. I hope the Bills win by a million and just they they can have you know a nice feel good week after uh, what they've went through. Yeah, another side effect of that would be it would keep uh, Mac Jones and company out of the playoffs, which is fine. I did say that yesterday to Jimmy. I said nothing would please me more than not having this team in the playoffs. Like we talked about the. You know, we don't want to see the Titans in a playoff game. The Patriots, they have a fun defense. They have some good players on defense, but this offense is not something I want to watch on Wild Card Weekend, guys. Right. Not right. even a little bit. Uh, they've Sorry. scored three straight weeks. They've had a special teams or defensive touchdown. This offense is not getting them there. So uh, if the Bills don't throw a stupid pick six, I think this might just be Bills going away, which I'm hoping so. Who gets into the playoffs if the Patriots lose, the Dolphins lose, the Steelers lose, and the Jaguars win? Who gets the wild card spot? Do you know? Is it the uh, go back to the Patriots? It comes back to the Pats. No, uh, yeah the the Patriots are the seven. So the Dolphins, if the Patriots lose, the Dolphins have to win to get in. The Patriots can lose. And if the Dolphins and Steelers lose, they're still in. Okay. So the Patriots, so we could realistically have this game two weeks in a row. Yeah. This could be your 2 7. Yeah. So the Jags would get the division. Yeah. The Titans cannot get in in a wild card. So New England, New England can lose if Pittsburgh and Miami lose as well, which is not <laughs> like. That's not that crazy. Those are a couple of coin flips. I mean, you're, that parlay is not that big. Yuck! 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 <laughs> yuck! yuck. <laughs> I don't want to. Don't want to oh, yuck your young, but yeah, I don't want to see the Patriots in the playoffs. So, not not betting this one at all. Um, on to the rest of the slates. Baltimore, Cincinnati, as we mentioned, we have Cincinnati to win the division futures. Should I take some Ravens plus seven? Or can I take away the Jesus Christ 
in what we did see of the Bills game, the Bengals look sharp. Yes. Like, and this is not a Lamar game. This is in Cincinnati. This is home crowd willing them to their division title, realizing like if we lose this game, there's a chance we might have to play that Bills game. You know, that this is one of the one of the ways to close the book of the NFL having to play that Bills game is the Bengals just taking care of business. Same with the you know Bills Chiefs. Just just make it all happen. Actually, the Patriots winning would be pretty good for the NFL as well in that right. I don't see it happening, but I, I'm not betting the Bengals because I essentially have bet the Bengals, you know, at three to one to win this game. Uh, so I and I know I did it with the Titans, but I'm not as keen on a middle spot here with Ravens plus seven. No, I'm not I either. Don't I don't see a lot of scenarios where this is a close-ish game there's a there's a ton where it's like oh the, the Ravens offense doesn't have wide receivers or a quarterback <laughs> against the Bengals uh Bengals defense I don't know if Hubbard has a chance to play that would be uh that'd I'm, be a bump. I think I think not I, not I think that's more of a more of a playoffs thing yes uh, that would be a huge bump but it's still a decent defense and I mean the Bengals offense is light years better yeah I yeah I'm there yeah, Lamar missed like his 900 straight practice. I even if this team, you know, yeah, seven is seven is a perfectly fair practice. number to me. I can see a long tail to the Bengals winning by margin. If you're dying to play Bengals because you don't have them to win the North, I would just maybe look for some alts in case this gets out of control. Because Ravens aren't going score for score, we know that. If the Bengals are firing, if their offense is sharp, then they're going to run away with this one. Where does um, Lamar play next year, real quick? Million dollar question. I don't have a good or take on two, that. Probably two hundred million dollar question. Yeah, because Brady Brady sounds like he's going to jump around. Jump, 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 jump. I mean, right. the Indianapolis is fond of stealing stuff from Baltimore, so maybe the Colts. That'd be that actually wouldn't be a bad Atlanta's not a bad landing spot. They, they get their they get the gambler back, they get the receiving course short up, they can they have some decent draft picks. Um speaking of, speaking of draft picks, Tampa's Tampa, not a crazy no landing spot either. Um oh yeah, the gambler did get traded to Jack. Sorry. I, I forgot about that after he uh to trade a player that can't play. Minnesota is up to seven and a half after the Fields news. It's funny it took him this long. The week that everybody talked about, like, hey, 60 yards, and he has the rushing uh, record. And, and then they unceremoniously bench him finally for his hip injury, which he's been carrying for a month. Um, I guess he's not going to get his bell. Like, every game, too, he just gets his bell rung. I don't need yeah, that. I'm glad he's not this open. This, this open minus one at some places. I very much regret not betting a bunch <laughs> of Vikings because even with even with fields in, even in soldiers, didn't make field, that like, never, the line didn't make sense. We talked no, about it, on it really didn't. So, uh, Minnesota probably wins by what I'll be watching for here is hopefully Kevin O'Connell just feeds JJ, make sure we get some, yeah, and oh. I did. I did oh, look yeah. at that a little earlier because mm. I already have my teasers in, but now that this is a seven and a half and a lowish total, mm. this isn't this isn't a bad teaser. Like, the Bears' know. defense is not an, is not a thing, non-existent. So yeah. like, I, I <laughs> it would, doesn't 
exist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my if the Lions had tried to score 50 last week, they could have. I don't know. They just they called off the dogs. Um, I, yeah, I, I want to see everything dialed up for J- JJ. Like, yeah, that's I want to see him 2,000 yard um, season. Well, let's say, yeah, Vikings win this one in the first half probably, and and just this is another good candidate for a second half under. Circle it. Um, what do you open Vikings Giants in Minnesota Wild Card Weekend, Andy? Three. Three. That's some respect for the Giants. I mean they they should have beat them the first time. <laughs> They were the clearly the better team in that matchup, and uh, Minnesota's floundering a little, uh, and they're due for. I mean, everyone said, "Oh man, they they used up all their all their aggression right at once against Green Bay." Nah, they have plenty left. They okay. they won like twelve one game. Yeah, I, it should be it should be Giants plus three, I guess. That's did that close? What did that close? Uh, that closed three and a half or four on Christmas Eve. That sounds about right. Let me look it up. Forty nine and a half. Ooh, big old total. They were lucky to get there though, if I remember right. That should have gone. That game should have gone under. Yeah, I feel um, like I might have had that over. Did it end up twenty four twenty four at one point? Oh, four and a half. Forty eight like, was the total. I had a four, yeah. I had a forty eight, and it landed on. Yeah. 24 all at one point. Uh, yeah, Vikes four and a half. Four and a half so. in the first matchup. Yeah. The uh, the late uh, the late move in that one was um, was Giants, but it was after, that was after a full week of having gotten steamed Vikings. No real difference in personnel. Daniel Dimes playing with a little more confidence now, maybe. Yeah, and not only that, but first playoff game for Daniel Dimes, though. So it it is the first playoff game potential. for him, but. Uh, Vikings have to play at the same time as the Niners, so they don't know. And granted, the Niners are a huge favorite, but as we saw last week, anything can happen with a rookie quarterback. You never know when he's oh. going to turn into pumpkin. So Minnesota has to play starters. The Giants won't. And Dable was a dumb asshole when he first came out and said, "Like, yeah, we're we're not resting guys." Like right after the game, he was just—I mean—he was high on adrenaline from you know getting in. And then later in the week, he had a presser and said, yeah, I'm talking to Joe, Shane, and, you know, we're discussing, we're going to do what's right for the team. Like, the Giants, like, Saquon probably rests. So, I mean, you you get a rested Saquon, you get a bunch of rested players heading into this Minnesota mm-hmm. playoff game. Like, the, everyone's joked all year about Minnesota just losing in the first round, but it's kind of lining up for a not-so-great spot for Minnesota now. Hmm. Weird. <laughs> Weird. Weird. Uh, okay, not so great spot for Minnesota would be having to play another NFL team. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Ram Thorns versus the uh, Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. Seahawks have everything to play for, um, but it's still a division game. Uh, Big Baker's, number. Baker's playing for something here, like he. He wants to keep working, <laughs> obviously. Um, so and I, I know it's a little different because the Rams were just at the Chargers in LA, which isn't really a road game, right? But this market implies that there's really not that much difference between the Rams, the Chargers, and the Seahawks. Do you agree with that? 
they're both very inconsistent in the second half of the season, but the Chargers are clearly a better team. More talented, more more talented players on their team. They've just been kind of beat up. I don't make much sense of this line. I but I, I don't want to. This is the identical game. market, which is wild. Yeah, I, I, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense when you put it that way. But I don't want to get involved in this with what we've seen. If the Rams are in that same cycle as the Texans, where they're just fully, you know, limp animal here, and Seahawks win going away because they have everything to play for. That said, if you like the Rams, which I do. I, I made a case for this. Did you see my parlay idea? Yes. So yes, you, I did. If you like I thought the this Rams, was very smart. Lay it out for me, please. If you like the Rams to win straight up, even if you don't. So yeah, this is a you, plus CV parlay. Yeah, it kind of is, and it's ugly because it's it's two big underdogs. But this the Los Angeles Rams are about plus two fifty on the money line. If you want to parlay that money line with the Detroit Lions at about plus 175, plus 180, you're going to get a parlay that pays about nine to one. Mm-hmm. So, shit, it's funny. Like, uh, Ben already played it. So, the fact is, yeah. one, once you get the first half of that leg through, you're in such a sweet spot because the Lions will take money because suddenly the, you know, the right. Lions have plus 186 every- turns into plus 140 in a blink. Yeah, so all of a sudden you're getting a nine to one parlay that on close will pay like seven. So it's it's a decent plus EV parlay that makes you have to believe in Baker Mayfield and Joe and uh, Jared Goff in the cold. But it's it's another one too. And yes, if you want to do it with the Lions spread, maybe that it's the same thing. Like the Lions spread is going to move, and maybe at that if you have Rams money line parlayed with Lions plus what are you getting four and a half five now. Well, that's the thing. If you want to bet the if you want to bet the Lions, I think if you're going to take the points with the Lions because you're defending some absurdly, you know, absurdly weird quick equity that you got on the Packers, I think you absolutely have to wait until after this game is over, right? Yeah. But if you're worried about, well, what if the Rams win and all of a sudden this is now a competitive game and that goes down to three? Well, in that case, then you protect yourself with a little nine to one parlay. So, I mean, it makes perfect sense. Like it's, yeah. it's this is sure. this is this is airtight, solid as can be. Schedule makers did us a very very solid here. Um, I think the yeah, Rams. I was mad about the scheduling at first, but then I realized, yeah. like, oh, there's a parlay for this. So. Yeah, and I, I'll I, have I, a small I, bet on this. I really do think this is going to be a competitive game. Seahawks and the Rams played pretty close last time around. That was with Wolford. Baker Mayfield's playing fine. He's not playing great, but he's playing better than Geno Smith over the last quarter of the season. Um, so yeah, I like the Rams and the points here. Two things I'm asking you, Andy. Um, there are potentially, if the awards were voted today and the market is right, two Seahawks would get an award this year, and they are out of the playoffs currently. What uh, what uh, what gives? Uh, when you know what what is Kenneth Walker? What is, me, what is Ken Walker the third have to do to lock up offensive rookie of the year? What does Geno Smith have to do to get comeback player of the year? And what are your thoughts on those two markets generally? I I still think there's a decent chance Saquon Barkley wins comeback player of the year without playing in week 18. Because okay. I, I, I'm not so sure McCaffrey sees a ton of snaps. I would be very surprised if he sees snaps. Yeah, I would I wouldn't want to get him taking any hits. 
And if Gino plays poorly, like we've seen over the past month, we've seen a little bit of that. Uh, Saquon can just take this by kind of by counting stats and everyone at the end of the year, the last thing they saw was like, Oh, we were wrong about Gino. Like, I guess we'll just give this to Saquon because he came back from an injury. So like, th- that's a decent shot, but I, I don't know. Like the, 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 where the spot that the jets are in, that's the, the only reason to get Wilson some yardage is like, Hey, let's go out there and get Wilson this, this award. Like I, f- I feel like the most likely award is Kenneth Walker out of the two. Like even in okay. a game they win, let's say Gino looks marginal, still probably 50-50. But Ken- Kenny Walker has, I mean, even just 90 yards and a touchdown, if, if the, J- the Jets are doing bupkis on offense again, he might just get it. So, yeah, and, and Mickey Hill makes a good point. This is a, a spreadopedia quote. Like, he <laughs> tweeted this several times. What Gino, what's yeah. Gino coming back from, sucking? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. That that has never has never made sense. Like the idea of the getting two awards without even getting in playoff spots because it's tough. So, um, people if they Seahawks are not in the playoff mix, people are going to downvote them on belts. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, and Ken Walker, I'm not sure he deserves it. He wouldn't the, be my the, offensive rookie you know, year. The offensive rookie class has been terribly weak. Pretty bad. The, Pretty bad. The fact that the fact that Brock Purdy is your third favorite says a lot, I believe. Does he have a chance to steal? I don't think so. Okay. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think. I think a lot of the voters have been just doing this for many years, and they they need to award someone who played a big part in the offense all year long. I see. I see. All right. Um. Giants Philly. <clears throat> what does Nick Sirianni have to do to stay in the discussion for coach of the year? Just win this game. Win this game. Huge favorites in. Go. It's it's a home game. It's and again, it's it's the last thing you see is the Eagles beating a division rival to lock up the one seed. I know it's close at the top between the three of them. Um I still don't understand the Dable stuff. And I know there's a lot of smart people that are behind the Dable stuff and saying like, it's yeah. not about the, it's not about the record. They say it's not about the record. It's always been about the record though, for the people that vote these, I looked and it was a weird year, but it's been since 1990 that a coach of the year had fewer than 10 wins, like a nine, seven and one record where you go one, four and one in your division like congrats on getting the sixth seed, but you're 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 not the coach of the year guy. Like you know, you, you finished third in the division. I'm not so sure that's. I, I really love what they did, and if it were voted on properly, I think Dable probably is deserving. But the way that this award is given, it, it still really really counts for how many wins you have and where you sit in the playoffs. And the Giants will have improved five games from last year, but so will of the Eagles, except the Eagles have the one seed and actually have a good shot at running yeah, through the playoffs. They, so they exceeded I think, their win total more than any I, other team. If I, they win I, this game. Yeah, I, I really think it's Sirianni and Shani. And I think Sirianni does get it if if they, you know, just TCB here at home. So You know what's doing us no favors, Andy? Thought thought leaders like Mina Kimes saying Dable should be the coach of the year today. That 
that that was a bummer. Um, I I need less of that. Uh, and actually, a uh, very very smart handicapper made a very good point talking to him this week, saying, uh, "Were the Hamlin incident did that? Were that not to happen, Dable probably would have shown up the award this week because all the talk all week would have been like." All yeah. giants, just glowing giants. Everybody just drinking the giants blue Kool Aid. Wow! Again, I, I really think if, if you sit down and if somebody actually sits down before they vote and look at things, they have one division win. That's not my coach of the year. Like, <laughs> I'm not. I, I know, I know, I know. That's that's just where I'm at. So, and the, the I, McDermott steam, the McDermott steam is silly. I, you, I you, you haven't even really mentioned Shanahan. No, I'm saying talk, it, it, people it are gonna talk be... themselves into Shanahan having was he gonna finish on like a 10 game win streak, six yeah. you know, undefeated, six and oh with Brock Purdy. I think there's I a think narrative the, there. That's people, yeah, strong. The, the people that vote the way they've always voted are going table three because they're like, hey, here's a couple teams that won 13, 14 games. And Shanahan, you know, as much as love as we've given this guy over the years, like he did it with a you know, a pretty shitty quarterback all year. And then he had to put Brock Purdy in. So, I mean, there's something for that. I'm thinking it's going to be a lot of Sirianni one, two, Dable three. I know, I know the, I know the steam and the the media has been Dable, but I don't know if it's the people with the votes. So we'll see. Uh, Drew, Drew, Drew made a really good point. He said rookie of the year, coach of the year. And what was the other one? Um, comeback player of the year. Yes, I, yeah. I mean, it feels like yeah. we usually just know who's going to win these. Yeah. I don't think we know until we get the actual award show. Yeah, I, I'm there too. I, it's going to be any bet made now. You're going to sweat it out. It is going oh, to be, a, not, and it's not going to be. It's not going to be a fun month. Just waiting East for that. Carolina Pirates. There we go. Um, the, uh, the only final thought I have is I. I sincerely hope Sirianni does win. I think that's the right choice. Yeah, and the, and the, you talk about that too, and we've mentioned this all year. Like, Jalen Hurts is not getting an award now. No, nobody else on this team is getting an award. You you do need to give the Eagles something for being fourteen and three. Yeah, I think I think voters just say like I, we should award the Eagles something. Probably end up giving uh, Sirianni a serious push up their ballot to one. So yeah, this is this is a crazier for awards. I know there's a couple that are just, you know, absolute stone cold locks, but it's crazy that there's like three that are very much in the air and that's fun. Yeah. yeah. It'd be, actually, you know, it'd be more fun if Sirianni was 17. <laughs> if it was the other two and I don't yeah. have real yeah, skin the, in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I agree with you. Um, it's going to be very close. Um, I don't know. Sirianni's case is strong. Uh, two losses with Gardner and Shoe under center, in my opinion, doesn't change the fact that you still got the one seed. No one thought, you know, nobody, no, you know, it was uh, they were 10, 10 to one to get the one seed to start the season, um, and uh, yeah, they get they should get credit for developing Hurts. They should get credit for integrating and you know constructing an offense that makes made the most of all these pieces that they added, um, and yeah, the Eagles getting shut out of awards would be. It would be a uh, a disgrace. So let's get Sirianni some hardware. Okay, let's do so, it. And as for this game, this is an unbettable number. I'm not going to get involved here. We don't know the the amount of giants that are going to sit at this point. I really do think it behooves them to sit nearly anybody who would hurt their playoff chances because they 
they have a path where they could be in the second weekend for sure. I would oh, want to. Sure. I would love to see them. Uh, you know, just wax the Vikings. That would be funny. Yeah. Um, and truthfully, it's the same as the next game. The Arizona, the Arizona Cardinals are not in a spot where they're resting for the playoffs, but they have shut down Hopkins. They're starting David Blair. Like this, this Arizona team is essentially the Giants' backups, and they're playing a team with playoff positioning who's a 14 point favorite. So it's the same kind of game, probably mm-hmm. unbettable in my mind. I don't know. Again, we, we have some of this stuff where these big favorites haven't been covering for the most part. If you want to take some Cardinals, I yesterday was mentioning, I'd, I'd look at some Cardinals second half, but then like the, the Hopkins stuff isn't great. Not great. It becomes it becomes a real problem. So yeah, the Cardinals look like they are full on. Um, yeah, no, no one, no one goes. Um, they have the first round draft pick next year. Yeah, I think so. Um, Tankathon says yes. Yep. Uh, the uh, fourteen point spread is a lot. I don't really know that the. Niners are incentivized to win with margin here, but uh, can't get involved uh, one way or the yeah, other. JJ Watt, really Watt props. That's your JJ Watt is, retirement uh, party props. This is his last. Yeah, this is it. Um, I'm going to talk to somebody about hanging a prop for him to score a touchdown. There, Papa mm. Collins just said it. Like he has five in his career. Like, and again in his retirement <laughs> game, Be if cool. he lines up on offense, I think the play cool. is to just tackle him. But don't you feel like an asshole? Like yes, keeping him from that? Like again, yeah. and if you're the Niners and you're up by three touchdowns late and they put JJ Watt out there, don't be an asshole. Let him have yeah. it. But I, 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 it. I, I depending what the score is, I may have the absolute pathetic Arizona Cardinals second half in this one. Yeah, I I like it. Um, Arizona could realistically move themselves into the third pick in the draft. Which would be interesting. Uh, Kyler Murray's uh, ACL surgery was successful. I'm not sure if you saw that, but that came yep. through today. Um, not that I have any real idea what to do with that franchise going forward. They're in a very, very bad spot. Um, Niners defense hasn't been great of late, but Nick Bosa has sewn up that award. I don't think there's really anything that's no, going to change the defensive change. player of the year voting at this point. Um, I mean, maybe Mike Parsons has eight sacks. It gets revisited, but probably not. Um, Eight sacks, three touchdowns. Yeah. Although as as we get to the defensive rookie of the year, man, Aiden Hutchinson has three interceptions. I wish I wish he'd had a, a more consistent season. He'd really yeah, he would really nice started game. slow. That was He's a problem. Fair. He did have a really nice season in the long run. LAC Denver is an interesting one. The market has caved in here uh at one point the chargers were favorites they are now dogs and a lot of that is because they're gonna know their seed one way or the other yeah because it's a late game before the game starts and that is to say if the Bengals take care of business and win the north like we all are praying um the or you know fingers crossed we're not we're saving our prayers for more important things i guess um but we are hopeful that the bengals take care of the nfc afc north and uh and then this is a formality and the chargers at that point rest some players and uh broncos presumably um move down a draft choice so that they hand over the fourth overall pick to the seahawks not the third (laughs) um denver played with some spirit last week but 
I don't know that I would count on them playing with spirit again. I am not betting this game. Yeah, even with the kind of crazy um, potential for the Chargers to no show, I just I don't think this is a bettable one. It is. Uh, it's the same kind of thing where you know once Cincinnati wins, Denver. I guess the, the number is probably already adjusted. It's not the exact same as uh, Seattle, Detroit. I probably won't be betting this one. Yeah, I can't. Um, I can't. I can't trust the Broncos to ultimately do much here. Uh, so, Skipperuni. Um, yeah, if you're, Dallas, if you're in Denver, you just to see something. But um, Andy, why in the world was this not seven and a half, seven all week? Um, people really thought that. I feel the, like because it was off the board at some place. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe. I think I think there was some concern on who was starting. It's it's so okay. funny that like uh, oh no, we started Wentz and now we're out of the playoffs. Like, well, maybe we should get away from Wentz now. Like it doesn't matter at this point. Start fucking Jack Del Rio at quarterback. None of it matters now. It's <laughs> stupid. Like you if you, you bleeped yourself right in the bleep. Yeah. By starting that bleep face, Carson wins. Oh, he threw three interceptions. Weird. Oh my god. So yeah, I mean, you can't uneliminate still, yourself. This is this is still like Dallas is going to draw all these guys, right? Yeah, Dan. Dan's building on my. I, Dan's building on my uh, red scare joke from earlier in the season. We're going to give him credit for it, even even though. Gotta think Dallas said, wins by marching. McCarthy Dan, has a history of taking care of commies in DC. Dan, it's true. It's true. But Dan, you should also update update your McCarthyisms a little bit because if you didn't already know, McCarthy's having a very tough week in the nation's capital. Um, it is oh, not going well. Yeah. <laughs> it is not going well for McCarthy. The, this week. The, the best joke about that was that they're just gonna keep playing the 18th until they're declared a winner. <laughs> like, like a, a golf so that was a highbrow joke and yeah casey brown points out a very um likely true fact that's funny <laughs> ron just met sam hall this morning all righty guys uh no i think the cow- cowboys i i think if you I, I think the seven goes seven and a half really i, I don't uh, i don't know why places. Yeah, yeah, i don't uh, i don't know why some of the market makers are stuck on seven here um Dallas substantially a better team. And Dallas does this weird thing where even where again games don't matter the final game of the season, they still take it very, very freaking seriously because Jerry Jones is a weird hard on about getting to 13 wins for whatever reason. Um all right. Dallas pass. Detroit Green Bay, main event. Andy, how do you handicap this one in a neutral game state? Last week was a pain in the ass to to actually raid the uh the green bay packers if you go look the vikings outgained them like to the point where i had to go back drive by drive and start trying to find a spot where i could make a cutoff and say all right the rest of this was trash time and i shouldn't count these vikings yards nor should i really count these packers yards i wanted to get an actual grip because there was a point where it was 17 to 3 and the packers had like 20 yards passing like yeah. a, a game becomes impossible to grade when a team scores two touchdowns with their special teams and defense. Who knows how that game turns out if we don't have that stuff right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, it turned out Minnesota is very uh, bad from behind when they're not playing the Colts. Like mm-hmm. don't uh, don't let the Colts game fool you. This team is a front runner, 
mm-hmm. or a, it needs to be in a close game. Apparently, uh, Kirk looked bad. And I mentioned this yesterday, and I wish I said this. I wish I wouldn't have had the Vikings plus three and a half because I feel like I lose some credibility when I start saying this. Mm-hmm. But man, and I didn't watch all of the game, but I've seen some clips, and people are more using the clips to make fun of it. Mm-hmm. The Minnesota Vikings didn't bring the right cleats, <laughs> and they never switched. Cool. If you go watch that game, a hundred Minnesota Vikings fell down, <laughs> and in important spots, it's like you see this, and the announcers say, "Like you can see them on the sidelines, they're putting in the longer cleats." Um, and they just never did. Like they, there were so many people that fell down. Like I just don't understand if they didn't they didn't bring the longer cleats with. They looked like they're wearing turf shoes for Christ's sake. So um, just conspiracy theory, Andy, for a hot second there. But I mean, everything that could go wrong went wrong for the Vikings. Green Bay wasn't that impressive uh, through the air. Obviously, the run game looked good. So I think how you handicap this is how bad. Can the uh, how bad can the Lions defense play? Yeah. That's what matters here. That's the only thing that. Oh, you, it's on Reddit too. Oh, the, they're saying the conspiracy theory that Green Bay made them feel super wet. I mean, that checks out. They were slipping and sliding all over like they were you know, on roller skates. And I love some gamesmanship <laughs> like that. That's hilarious. But um, the Lions are super live to win this game because of their offense and they're super live to get the shit kicked out of them because of their defense, even with Rogers, not looking that great. Um, the offense, not doing much it, it, again, hard to grade because they didn't have to do much mm-hmm. last week. They were gifted that early lead with special mm-hmm. teams and defense. So I don't have a strong take of this drew. I think the number's a little too big, mm-hmm. but at the same time, if you're betting this game right now, you're putting your life in the hands of the, of, you know, the, the earlier game with Baker Mayfield and Geno, yeah, right? Because uh, the, the Lions, I know they're not going to straight up quit. Mm-hmm. Dan Gamble doesn't. Dan Campbell doesn't raise players to quit, but right. it's awful hard to get up for a game that means nothing. When when going into the day, you had visions of wild card weekend in your head, and you just that just got a sting. Knowing like we're playing, we're playing a dead. It's like the you know the the cup they're playing for tennis right now playing a dead rubber in the in the mixed doubles <laughs> i thought you were going to make a joke about you're putting your fate in the hands of the tiny hands of jared goff the weather's um, supposed to be nice the supposed to be so nice. it has warmed. Yeah. I, I live up here the weather has warmed up yeah. outside of the two day long ice storm that we had mm. um i am inclined to take the points with the lions but i'm waiting you and man, you have incentive to with the, you know, anyone who's sitting on the big Green Bay numbers. It's another middle spot where, mm-hmm. boy, it would be pretty funny if the Packers won by three. Then it sure you, would be. You, you've essentially funded all your your free roll long shots oh, at that point. Oh, 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 oh. Having a good laugh. <laughs> yeah, I know God. Um, if, the, if the Titans, if the Titans could lose by six. Yeah, and I mean, you know, honestly, if you be, I think if you have Packers futures, you play, you take the points with the Lions, and you live with the result. Um, I, I like the idea of you know marrying the uh, the money line with the Rams and the Lions a lot. The, yeah, and the I Lions did, I did play that. <clears throat> the Lions do. The Lions run on offense very well. They're very, they're a very good offense. Don't make a mistake. It's not opponent driven entirely. It's opponent influence, certainly. Like they, yeah, like they, when they play the Bears. Yeah, like Jared Goff's EPA per play, by the way, best in football. 
last half of the season. That's because of his opponents. It's not because they are, you know, he's a top five, top 10 quarterback. Um, he's got a good set of weapons. They're all healthy. They have a good balanced running game. Their running game can be physical too, which if you didn't already know, is not a good matchup for the Packers defense, which is soft as tissue paper. Um, and I think this is a game where if the Packers win and punch their ticket to the playoffs, it's because the offense finally clicks, clicks. We haven't seen the Packers offense really click on this run, which is amazing. Like they didn't really click against the Rams kind of at times. They are all healthy. They didn't really click against the uh, the Dolphins. That no, was like, entirely because the Dolphins threw them picks. And then last they're, week, yeah, they're a concussion away teams. from this yeah. game being yeah. this game possibly not one being o'clock in the on spot. A Saturday. Yeah. yeah, one o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so yes, Packers are playing with you know they're they're they are a team that is dangerous if they get in just because of who they have a quarterback and the experience of the other quarterbacks in the NFC mix. Yeah. Um, but it, you could probably see the same thing in the Lions too. Like Jared Goff might would after Tom Brady is the most experienced quarterback in the NFL NFC playoff mix if the Lions get the, in. These two, <laughs> right? These two quarterbacks have been to the same amount of Super Bowls. Ooh. Oh, that that's hurts! Nice. Like, that, like Ooh, I don't like Aaron nice. Rodgers. That's that's <laughs> that's, fun, right? that's, that's, uh, that's little that's uh, a little wild. Um, the uh, the fact, yeah, I mean, the fact that Jared Goff has been in a big moment like this, you know, I'm not expecting him to come out in no show. So, I think he's, taking he's... taking the points with the Lions is the right call, and you got to wait to do it in case the in case the Seahawks win, because if the Seahawks win, which is 70 percent chance to happen. Blew my um, own mind are. on that one. That hurts. That hurts. <laughs> yeah, and something like a synapse twisted there. <laughs> For what it's worth, though, in his only Super Bowl appearance, Aaron Rodgers played substantially better than Jared Goff played in his only <laughs> Super Bowl appearance. <laughs> but uh, yes, um, give, him, give him that credit. But yeah. Um, um, so yeah, I think you, we're taking. I, I, I'm taking the points with the Lions at some point, but I'm hopeful that it gets to six once we see the result of the Seahawks game. And in the weird scenario where the Rams beat the Seahawks outright, I'm gonna have Hardy parlayed that with the uh, the Lions in the plus two hundred range. So gonna have a nice big fat, you know, Goldilocks ticket there. Um, Goldilocks yep. ticket, whatever. Honey pot. I like that. Nice no, little like honey that. pot ticket. No, yeah. the honey pot is when you have yeah. a, a sexy spy. <laughs> Tricks another yes, spy. Right. Like you're right. Other. You're right. You're right. That is the correct definition of the honeypot. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be a fun game. I'm excited. We're going to hand it. We're going to hit the halftime easily. Uh, yeah, we're going to hit the halftime happily, I should say. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think Packers, Niners, you got a thought on a, a price there? An opening price? Debo's going to be available by the looks of it. I mean, Niners minus 21 and a half. It's, it's the playoffs, <laughs> and it's the Niners and the Packers. Like, when has that ever worked out? Um, so, Niners, six and a half. Six and a half, okay. Six and a half. What do you think? I don't know. I've been rough with my numbers today. I think it's going to be three and a half. Or I think it'll get bet to three and a half. Packers are going to get some support. I mean, it's you know if they if they if they punch their ticket convincingly against the Lions, then it's de- they may open. Three I don't and know. Half. Like if Debo yeah. Debo's back and they rested CMC, they rested some players. 
six at least. I feel like maybe I'm off. I don't know. I have I still have the Niners as a decently high power ranking when they're healthy. Yeah, if, if it's if it's Niners minus like people are saying three, three and a half, four, I will take the Niners in that bet. Okay. Like I, I think it opens and you see which way the market goes because I could go either. I don't think it goes either way. It either it either gets Green Bay support or it doesn't. I I think the books might be fine with it. All I know is I'm betting against Brock Purdy in round one of the playoffs, and I already, you know, I don't really even care who the opponent is. I feel like at this point, Shanahan is already working on that game plan of how to not lose a game because of Brock Purdy. He's not looking at the Cardinals game. He's just letting somebody else, all right, put a boilerplate offense in. I'll check back with you guys in two weeks. Like, he's already working on that because – they have a massive liability on that roster, and it's such a good team otherwise. <laughs> and but but to be fair, Brock Purdy hasn't done anything crazy wrong yet. Like he he hasn't had a real shit game because it's such a good scheme. They've done such a good job of. It was crazy in the first game where it's just like, oh my god, they're just letting this guy go wild. Uh, I can't believe that was the game plan from the get-go, but they've kind of tapered that back. And especially if you have Debo back, like it just turns into a, well, let the offensive stars do what they will. So okay, be interesting. Yeah. I mean, Kittle's playing out of his mind lately, which helps. He's carrying, he's carried the load in my mind in the absence yeah, like, of Garoppolo. I, I fully, I fully expected Purdy to have a full on world game. And okay. I just, I don't know. Maybe he's just, Maybe he's just even keeled enough that that's not going to happen. And boy, my Canadians are in the finals, the under 20s. Mm-hmm. Young man of Canada, we stand on guard for thee. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly had me play, to, play a future for him. So I like it. All right. Well, that's the last deep dive of the regular season. We'll obviously yeah. we'll be back for some halftime shows. We'll do playoff games. We'll do some. Uh, we'll probably talk about the playoff. Do you want to do playoff episodes? Yeah, I think so. Call it for the season. Okay. Well, we'll I mean, you know, let's assume that they play the playoffs. I guess if they do, yeah. then yes. If the playoffs happen, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen with all this. This yeah. could get real weird here in the next couple weeks. So keep on your toes. You guys are always great about that. You're always grabbing early numbers. Some of you guys are awesome about that. So keep on your toes for some of this stuff. And yeah, as we turn over into. Aussie open season slash playoffs. January is so fun. January. uh, God, the tennis this week has been really good already. The women's side, especially. Oh my God, is this competitive? Did you watch any of that Sabalenka, Ludmilla? Yeah, when she when when she turns it on and just goes full on. Oh, I can just. I'm basically a man. I can just hit right through you. Oh, it's like, crazy. She, yeah, she just has crazy power. So cheers, crazy. guys. Please, please hit the thumbs up in the YouTube channel if you had any fun. Uh, consider subscribing if you liked this show or at least do it to make me feel good about myself. I like to watch those numbers go up. And, uh, yeah, we will we will, uh, we'll see you guys Sunday night. I don't even know who I like on the women's side. I think the price is too rich for Iga, though. She's playing well, but this isn't her surface. This isn't her speed. Somebody's going to nip her. Who, who's your outsider in the women's? Queen. Yes. Yes. And, and again, draw, 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 draw dependent. Draw dependent, but yes.